5: Radio, radio,
6: radio. So, RJ, we were talking about Damian Lillard's 61-point performance last night. The Blazers now find themselves in the eight seed to try and obtain that final playoff spot in the Western Conference with play-in games coming up
7: this weekend. So, Fez, you project that the betting market will make the Lakers favored in the series over the Blazers if it happens. What was that number?
1: Minus 300.
7: 300. So... What you're saying is the market's saying, and there's there's vigorous in there, there's the commission in there, but the market's saying it's like, hmm, less than 25% chance, or actually more than 25% chance, but by a smidge, that the Blazers are going to win. Yes. What do you think the true odds are? I
1: think it's better for Portland,
7: 30%. 30%. So, Jonas, almost one in three, almost that the, the, the eighth seed beats the one. Now, I still remember Matumbo holding the ball after, what was it, <laughs> Seattle, I think? Yeah,
6: Seattle-Denver.
7: Was yeah. that a five-game series, though? Five games, yeah. Yep. Has the eight beat the uh, one in a seven-game series?
6: I don't know if that was before the Knicks in the mid-'90s. Yeah, or well, if it was well,
7: the Knicks was, was 99. It was a strike year, Oh, right? yeah, so, 99. Yeah, I don't know or, if that or was. Or the holdout year, yeah. So, Hmm. Wow, I don't know, because they did make the finals, right? Yeah. So this would be shocking. I mean, Collins already doing his post-mortem on the Lakers. <laughs> we talked about that. Jonas, what is it that makes you optimistic? It seems like you haven't been rattled at all. Not that you're a big Lakers supporter, but you haven't really been – um, you don't question them as much as other people are. Why is that?
6: Well, no, I mean, I think Portland is a scary matchup for anybody right now. My, my big question, Mark, is maybe we can't take the same – narratives and the same discussions that we would normally take into a normal uh, NBA playoff series. I don't know that we can do that for the bubble because, man, maybe Portland has just adapted better than everyone else. So I do think the the Lakers, it is cause for concern, but I think ultimately when you've got to rely on a guy to score 61 points and and you still could have lost that game from last night, I just wonder if he's got enough help around him.
7: Yeah, so, so you're saying part of it is pro or, or or not so skeptical about the Lakers, but also you're more skeptical about the Blazers than a lot of people are right now.
6: I, I would just say that it feels like there's a lot of hype around Dame Lillard. All of that is warranted, but it still feels like a tall task to try and get past LeBron James and Anthony Davis in a seven-game series.
7: Now, Fez... You're a big fan of Dame Lillard. In fact, at various points at your house with your small child and your wife, at times you'll shout out. It's Dame time. I mean, listen, I, pre- I love that you're comfortable with it.
1: It's- From the parking lot, RJ. 35-footer.
7: <laughs> you know what's funny? It's just like Steph. A guy like Fezzik could dream that he could be Dame. Like you, don't, you can't dream you're going to be Kevin Durant, <laughs> right? But you can dream. I mean, you, you and Dame's about the same height. Maybe steeper. slightly A slightly different body type. Yeah. A slightly, <laughs> yes. I mean, but, you know, you got better hair. I mean, because you got better hair than anybody. <laughs> Research, McKenzie comes up with it. The We Believe Warriors in 2008. Beat the Mavs, recall. Yep, that's right. And the Knicks, though, was a five-game series in 99. They went over the heat. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, we're on it here, straight out of Vegas. Okay, the Phoenix Suns, three points better since the bubble. Upgrade, upgrade three points. Blazers, three and a half. I make the case the Suns have been more... Impressive in the bubble. Why Blazers bigger upgrade?
1: Because the Phoenix upgrade is largely just based upon their level of play. They played seven solid games. But with so, the sp- solid. <laughs> seven
7: and zero oh straight up. Seven that's called perfection.
1: Yes, and Booker is playing tremendous, they're superstar, but there's no additions to the team to explain why so this the, be a so, better team. So
7: the upgrade is how well they've played in these seven games. Yes. The Blazers have played well in these games, not as well but there's other reasons to upgrade him.
1: Exactly right. If you look at the personnel, Nurkic was coming off a broken leg. He looks 100%. And Gary Trent Jr., this is a 21-year-old guy.
7: Now, his dad is Gary Trent Sr. He I is. know that.
1: <laughs> and, he, and the junior did not move the needle at all prior to the pandemic after he's making more than half his threes, averaging 18 points per game. He's been a difference maker.
7: Now, a skeptic would say seven games for a guy that hadn't any pedigree. How excited do you get?
1: I wouldn't if it would have been a 30-year-old, but here's a 21-year-old second-year guy that clearly has brought his game to a new level.
7: That's Steve Fezzik and Marjay Bell straight out of Vegas. Okay, so that Phoenix team, though, you've got them ranked eighth in the West, and there's one playoff team that is worse than them, the Utah Jazz. So, Jazz might be fourth, fifth seed, but you've got them the ninth best. What is it that makes you so skeptical about the Jazz?
1: Yeah. So, the Jazz. Bogdanovich opted out, so he's their long-range bomber. And frankly, the Jazz haven't played very well in the bubble, two and five. So, not a lot to be excited about from the Jazz.
7: Okay. So, at six thirty Eastern, we've got Sixers and Raptors. Uh, I think the Sixers might be injured and with questionable motivation. Raptors Lane 6, pregame.com. Fez, you want to just pick one and I'll bet against you? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, whoever you want.
1: I'll pick Toronto because they've just been consistently good throughout the nah, ball. Nah, I'm not betting the Sixers. Are you crazy?
7: <laughs> Are you crazy? Straight of Vegas!
5: Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
3: C-R-S-H-O-W. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich, and much like
2: you, we work hard to try to provide a nice life for ourselves, for our family, for our kids, and we've worked hard to build a nice home. And you want to protect those things. God forbid something happened to you. The things futures are built around are the things worth protecting. Making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. With Trust & Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199.
3: Go to TrustAndWill.com slash CRShow for 10% off plus free document shipping. Assure that your family and loved ones avoid lengthy, expensive legal proceedings. The state deciding what happens to your assets, you don't need that. Secure your assets, protect your loved ones with Trust & Will, and again, you're going to get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting CR crshow. That's 10% off and free shipping at CR crshow. Winter's coming here in LA. That means more rain for others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All season tires, all weather tires, and dedicated winter tires. Go to
2: TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how,
3: what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama Tires.
7: All right, Joe, I think we maybe talk a little college football because would you agree let me maybe start by asking you would you agree the fact that the Big 12's putting out a schedule and all that that's probably better than we would have expected 48 hours ago?
6: Yeah, I would say so because everyone looked at the Big 12 as maybe being sort of the linchpin you know, uh, majority rules. If a third Power 5 mm-hmm. decided to opt out it would be a problem. The fact that they met for about an hour and they came out and less than 24 hours later they released a schedule including non-conference opponents and they re- released their new testing protocols which include uh, include heart monitoring throughout the week in case anything happens. That tells me they're serious about wanting to play.
7: So I really do respect the way that you consume so much of the media, and you tend to distill it down to what matters, in my opinion, and we're lucky to have you on the show. Last two days, how is your mind—what information has caused you to say, hmm, and, and maybe not change your opinion of all this, but rather bring it to our attention, the noteworthy thing or two?
6: Uh, I would say that when the rumors came out that the big 10 and the pac 12 were thinking about shutting it down, that you had a lot of people shouting from the mountaintop saying, yes, it's the right thing. It's what they should do. And I think that there was so much momentum in that, in that way that it started getting everyone to feel like, man, we're not going to get any college football. And then when you had the sec come out and then you had the ACC come out and then you had smaller conferences like the AAC and the Sun Belt all come out and say, no, we're okay playing. And then the big 12 on top of it, it feels like the pendulum has swung the other way and people are more and more optimistic about the possibility of having a season.
7: If I offered you, and I'm not looking to bat it, but if you had a 50-50 bat, is there, you know, let's just say this, if Army plays somebody or whatever, which, you know, hey, congrats, but is there going to be like 100-plus college football games this year? Would you bet yes or no? I would bet yes. Fez? Yes. Really? And I would have bet no yesterday. So what What causes that?
1: Well, the mere fact that the dominoes aren't falling. The other major conferences. So the are-
7: dominoes, as in once the two went, you would have expected the other three to go. Exactly. Or at least one of them, and then it puts more pressure on the other two.
1: Exactly. Think about just five months ago when all the college basketball tournaments got taken off the board. As soon as one of them decided not to play all of them within, you know, half a day, canceled their conference attorneys. That's not happening here.
7: And I think that it's always hard to tell. Is it the merit of the situation? Whereas I think with COVID in hindsight, that those decisions, there wasn't really an alternative to make. So I don't think it was so much a domino. It was just the facts being obvious to everybody here. I do think the facts aren't obvious. I've asked this of other people. Let me ask it of you is if we analyze the risk, not even versus the reward, but what's the downside? It strikes me that if you take out all the equal things, what's left is if you play, you have additional contact with other people by playing, practicing and playing. No doubt that increases your risk, just that. The upside of playing is you have a, the best medical care, Everyone around you is getting tested, and there's a sense you're part of something bigger than yourself. Most kids feel like they're indestructible, especially a Division One athlete. But now it's not about them getting, you know, sick. It's about the team maybe suffering if they get sick because they might be, you know, give it to somebody else. And it strikes me. And this uh, is a piece of information that's been making the rounds as you know people are talking about the second leading cause of death for youngsters, the age of college athletes, is suicide. And if you think about it, what, you know, I don't think in any one case you can explain why suicide happens, but I think overall, in a in a macro sense, it happens because of hopelessness, of the, the tomorrow won't be better, right? If you're in pain, the only thing you hope for is that tomorrow's going to be better. And a year is a long time. I mean, it's been a long time since you were 18, 20 years old. <laughs> but it, it, if you think about how long your junior year of high school was. I mean, the endless Friday nights alone. I mean... I was at the chess club. <laughs> there you go. The endless nights at the chess club. And... These kids have irrational exuberance about their potential. It might be a kid that's not even starting, that's a junior, that's thinking they could go to the league. And and that's part of the joy of it, right? They, everyone thinks they have a chance. You just got to wonder. Maybe, obviously, there will be, I think, you would expect. Eh, I Yeah, I would bet if I could bet. I don't know for sure, but would there be like additional drastic actions taken by teens or the players because they don't have football? I think it's very possible, yeah. And I also think that even if the lack of discipline or the lack of um, focus on their own health means that they start hanging out with people without worrying about social distancing, I would make the case that you balance those two things – That that At worst, it's a net neutral to play, and I think it was probably a slight lean that it's a positive to play if you only look at the COVID.
1: Yeah, I agree, and it's a great point that if I could bet who's going to – what team is going to have more COVID cases, USC, a Pac-12 team, or – an SEC team that plays like Alabama, I actually think it's more likely the kids from a USC would catch it because they're not going to be social distancing away from the ballpark like the teams that play will. Yeah, I, I completely
6: agree. I also think, to your point, RJ, when you talk about you know kids not having hope and they work all this time and, and all these years, a majority of them are never going to get a shot at the NFL. This is their last chance to suit up and go do something they really, really, truly love with the guys that they've been playing with for the past three, four years. What's even worse than that is the fact that they're going to see other people get to do it. And that's going to be a reminder every oh, single week. that's an interesting
7: point. Every single I mean, week,
6: they're going to see someone have what they can't have because somebody up top made a decision for them.
7: And you got the Big Ten saying, Nebraska, if you play anywhere, you're yeah. out of the conference. Now, we this is research we did at Pregame.com. Mackenzie, good work here. Suicide rate in athletes versus the general population of that age. So student athletes, suicide rate. One in 100,000. Okay. 18 to 22, general population, 12 in 100,000. 12 times as many suicides for non-student athletes. Now, is that chicken and the egg, right? So on one hand, you could say the, um, the team connection and all that gives you a sense of purpose and all that so you don't feel hopeless, or are the type of people who tend to be hopeless, not the types that can participate in sports. So I think there's two sides to it for sure, but it's unequivocal it's not 12X. I mean, and it, go ahead, John. Think about this. How many kids who went to
6: either Iowa or Iowa State were recruited by the other school? Majority, because that's those are the rival schools mm. you're in state. The fact that you're an Iowa player and you chose to go to Iowa and you don't get to play this year – but the school in your own state, Iowa State, does, that would really piss me off if I was an Iowa football player. I'd be really, really bothered by the idea of that.
7: you got to wonder, because after the – as we talked about, the presidents who voted um, to suspend or not play the fall, in some cases, most certainly, in many cases, it was political pressure. It was pressure where – not even political pressure. I think it was the risk is the play. The safe decisions not to play. And thus, these are political animals, not like vote for Trump or vote for Biden political, but in fighting the politics of a, a university, right? And the people who become presidents are the best at that. They're the best at the political game. But then, with all of the pushback, the hashtag, and it became there was pressure on both sides. It was now if you vote not to play. There's pressure there, too. The fact they didn't defer it, the fact that they, I think everyone assumed the Big Ten was going to wait a couple weeks at this point. Yeah. The fact they said, no, let's just end this now. That surprised me. What? I mean, Jones, what do you think caused that? I mean, it seems like it makes them seem reactionary. If they wait and maybe even some spikes happen and, and they can make their case better. Why vote? And not just wait a couple weeks to decide for sure.
6: I wonder if they just wanted to be the first ones out. If they wanted to be the first ones. Which would be political, right? It would be like, we're
7: that woke.
6: And that that's my only thing. I wonder if they thought, all right, we're going to be the first ones out. Everyone's going to cancel anyway. So as long as we're the first ones, we can show that we're setting the precedence on, on, precedent on what to do here as far as how to deal with COVID moving forward with fall football, only to find out it was only the Pac-12 that's joining them. And as of right now, majority of the Power Fives are playing.
7: And listen, if you're someone on the left progressive and you're saying, come on, guys, it's just the facts, listen – If you don't think that with some people, I think a majority of people that are politically cognizant, that are thinking about it, it's become an identity. If you're right or left, it's equally true, right? If you're on the left, is the general ethos, the beliefs of the left is something that you feel often strongly about. And if you're on the right, it's the same thing and things that don't even seem political are, and to act like, to say that you're skeptical that anything is political, meaning that I don't care what it is, there's probably a political outlet. Oh, look, there's red on that shampoo bottle. I don't, I'm blue, baby. I, don't, I mean, it's really, that might be a little extreme, but I'm not sure. It's not that far. So I think Jonas's theory is, is at least reasonable, at minimum. As an Ohio State grad... I think we're in the wrong conference. I thought Big Ten, I thought the Big Ten was about football, right? I get that there's good school. I mean, Northwestern's not good, but I mean there's good schools in the big and Ohio, Ohio State's like 40th in the country academically. But they they have the heart of an SEC team. I think it's very good.
1: Oh
3: sad.
0: no doubt. Right out of Vegas.
7: Be sure to catch live
5: editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific.
0: Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career.
6: The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need.
3: and mascots.
2: Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels is the perfect spot for the next time you go see a game and need somewhere to crash. They have over thirty hotels coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. So odds are there's one where you're going, especially for games in the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate Hotels locations at graduatehotels.com.
3: And when it's time to book, get up to thirty percent off your stay with code CRSHOW. C-R-S-H-O-W. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. Winter's coming here in L.A. That means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires, all-weather tires, and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years.
2: Mobile tire installation is available in many areas.
3: Have you heard about this? They bring new tires to you at home or work and install them on site. It's a game changer. Go to sports to see their Michelin test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're the experts. That's TireRack.com
2: sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be.
6: So, RJ, the countdown continues from Las Vegas. The 32 teams in the NFL, 32 all the way down to one. And now we find ourselves at team number 21 in the NFC North.
7: Chicago Bears. And, Fez, you got a best bet. It's not a lean. So hit us with the best bet.
1: Yeah, best bet under eight wins. Got to pay a little extra vig on this one. It's all about Chicago won eight games last year. And the season win number is eight Why shouldn't it be the same? And here's why, R.J., that eight wins last year. Put an asterisk by those eight wins, and here's why. Week 17 against Minnesota. Minnesota rested all their starters at home. Mannion, quarterback, Minnesota. Minnesota basically gifted the game, if you will, to the Bears because it meant nothing to Minnesota, and the Bears just barely won it. I don't believe they would have won that game. Yeah,
7: okay, so they should have maybe won set. Well, they had a chance to win the game, so maybe they picked up two-thirds of the win. That's the handicap? And
1: the Bears got to play two games against the backup quarterbacks for Detroit, Driscoll and Blau. If Stafford had played, I would have expected Detroit would go 1-1, one and one, but Detroit went 0-2 against the Bears. The Bears win both those games, both of them close. They could have gone either way. Bears just barely beat right, so backup you're saying,
7: scrubs. You're saying if the Bears are as good as they were last year— under 8's a good bat. Do you think they're as good? Do you think they're worse? What do you think about the the truth of the Bears?
1: I think they're just about the same. The big question, can the Bears be better at quarterback? Because Trubisky does not appear to be the answer. You bring in Foles, some optimism about that, but with it being a COVID year and everything, you have to question whether Foles is going to be an upgrade because... Or you got a question.
7: I mean, here's the thing. Mike Lombardi, friend of the show, made a good point here. He said if they put Trubisky... On the bench, if they bench him, he's done in Chicago the first time they bench him. So they got to start Trubisky. And remember, we've actually got both sides of this bet in, in a way that we're going to win no matter what. We took plus money both times, guys. This was beautiful. But at this point, I think Trubisky has to start almost. There's not enough, there's no preseason games, And if you start with him on the bench, that's it. Where do you go from there? You get one more shot with Trubisky. You know how it is? You're not a smoker. I'm not a smoker. But in college, I had a cigarette or two. You have a lighter. You try it three times, and it doesn't light. But lo and behold, before you throw it away, you try it one more time. Trubisky, we're going to try that lighter one more time if you're the Bears. Probably not going to light, but you're not paying anything more to try it one more time. So I think it's going to be Trubisky early. Do you consider that to be good or bad for your bet?
1: I consider it to be good because there's a possibility. There's a higher ceiling for foals. But bottom line, I went back foals. If you go back seven years, well below average QBR. Even with that monster year.
7: Well, yeah. Make it official.
1: Official Chicago Bears under eight wins, minus
7: 125. 11 and 0 on his best bets. Though somehow there's no bets to settle for months and months, <laughs> for a long time. He had one, one. Straight out of- Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup
5: in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply.
4: This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History class. Let's go places.